following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. Welcome back. We're going to kind of use this show as our first show of the brand new year. Oh, shoot. I left my volume up on this thing. I think I got it. Oh, that wasn't me, maybe. All right. So let's say hi to everybody, starting off with our cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Say hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. See, did I do it right? Did I get my line right? You got it perfect. Perfect line. Yeah, we had a little bit of an accident here. Jimmy got caught in one of the cable wires. It got around his ankle. It tripped. He fell and broke one of our brand new chairs, knocked his Pepsi Cola all over the floor. And now I have a big vein coming out of my thumb. And now he's got a big vein coming out of his thumb instead of his head. And uh, that was what was going on. I don't know what was happening. All kinds of things. What are we going to do? You have to be careful with cables. That's why you must tape them down. Ron wishes everything was wireless. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm from a wireless world. I hate vacuum cleaners because of of cable. Uh, Everything should be wireless. After all, we do have Bluetooth. I don't know why everything isn't wireless. So let's go. Maybe because um, the people that manufacture wires would be out of business, and that's not good. Probably Trump owns some stock in wires. Let's say hi to everybody. First, we want to say hi to the fabulous Danielle at the W4CY Studios in Wellington, Florida. Hi, Danielle. Hello, hello, hello. How are you beautiful men doing today? (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh it's been a busy we got a busy weekend coming up and everything has just been busy but when everything I, is good when i was a kid if you said something like that we would say oh bullshit makes the flowers grow <laughs> do you remember that remember that well past the bread here comes the baloney yes i've heard that one yeah but yeah that's what we, we were very different children when we were little not like the kids of today kids of today are so afraid to do anything it's terrible also <laughs> We also want to give a shout-out to our man in Philadelphia. What's up, Scotty J from Rock Titan TV? Happy Wednesday. Indeed, I couldn't say anything to you guys right now that wouldn't make the flowers grow. (laughs) (laughs) You got to love it, you guys. We're going to have a really fun show for you guys today. We have Adrian Ho. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. I'm not actually sure. H-O-U-G-H? Yeah, well, it's a good thing it's not a girl. Yes, it's Adrian Ho. Because if it was Adrian the Ho, you know... (laughs) Then he, he's good been, porno name. He's been in all kinds of cool stuff that everybody watches. We also have a very good friend of ours that we met through, CC Peniston, coming on. Her name is CC Hendricks, and uh, 
fabulous. She's gal. basically like a, a retired actress, socialite, and she's got a great life and a lot of fun things to talk about. Before we start talking about anything else, let's just say hi to the chat room. We got Teresa Sabin in the chat room. Dave Hughes from Stars Now UK. Lady Late Music. What's up? Cindy's in there. Rock Titan's in there. Uh, I don't know. Backpack John is in there. So hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Right now, our dogs are barking, and I was thinking maybe I should let them in. Well, the little one was licking the floor with a Coca-Cola. So <laughs> I mopped it really quickly, but, you know, it's wood floors, and I guess the wood absorbs the coca Hey, maybe it'll give oh. the floor a new shine. Dave, and I could tell everybody, dump Coca-Cola on your floor and mop it. Actually, Dave Hughes says that H-O-U-G-H in the U.K. is pronounced huff, so maybe it's huff. And Thomas Claxton just joined us, and he's at NAM. He's tuning in from Anaheim. Right, so what's I, up, Thomas? That Give me that again. H-U-F-F? Yeah, huff. Huff, but his he spells it in America H O U G H, but he says in England H O U G H is equals Huff H U F F. Well, how are we supposed to know that? Can't this guy change his know. name? I do. We're gonna ask him when he comes on. Yeah, I changed my him. name to Russell because nobody would ever remember my real name. So Russell, who could Ron Russell? I mean, it's like a poetry. There you go. So should I let them in or no? Yeah, go let them in. I'm gonna let them in, and you Brandy, say hi to everybody. Brandy girl is our baby girl, and I just cut her. Don't give me the wire again. Oh Jesus, he's gonna pull the whole set down. He was walking away with his <laughs> earphones on with the wire. Jimmy's not well today. He's so excited about going to Nam tomorrow that he's been working his butt off doing all kinds of publicity. And he's really involved tomorrow in making Nam uh, happen for all the people that he knows that are in the business. So a lot of people are depending on Jimmy tomorrow. We have a whole bunch of stuff going on, though. Tomorrow's going to be the busiest day ever because not only are we going to Nights After Nam and Nam, we're also going to the Nation's Fire premiere, Thomas J. Churchill's movie Nation's Fire. It's got its uh, Los Angeles red carpet premiere, and we're going to go see Laureen Landon. I cannot wait. She's one of my dearest, most wonderful, loving friends. She's a good girl. Yeah, so she's going to be there. The film has all kinds of A-list celebrities, Gil Bellows. Um, it's got... Uh, uh, Brain dead. Uh, what's the guy? Uh, Bruce Dern, the Academy Award winner. But Bruce can't uh, be there because Bruce is filming somewhere. And uh, it's got um, Lou Ferrigno Jr. Oh, from SWAT. I wonder if they really use that as an excuse. I was with um, a good friend of mine, a drag, very famous drag queen who did Betty Davis, better than Betty Davis. And his name was, um, oh, Jesus, very famous name. He's got videos out and everything. Anyway. <clears throat> I was sitting next to him, and somebody came up, and they said to him, listen, call me tomorrow. I want to book you next week somewhere. Oh, he said, I'm not. I'm going to be out of town. I'm going to be in Europe filming. So when the guy walked away, I said, oh, what are you filming? He said, my ass. I'm not filming. That's how I get rid of these people. So I wonder, what was his name? Charlie Pierce. Charles Pierce. Of course, the most fabulous uh, comedian in the world, Charles Pierce. Look him up, folks. Uh, get his videos. He does Captain Hepburn. He does Betty Davis. He impersonates so many uh, fabulous stars of yesteryear, and he's very, very funny. Okay. I've never met him, right? No, he died. Okay, so I've never met him. Everybody I know is dead. They were all old. They were all, They were older than I. You know, he was at least 15 years older than myself. So Pat Grant also just joined us from Canada, and so did Bruce Glasgow. And he's also, he's in Toronto. Oh, no, he's in Texas, I think. So hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. It's going to be a lot of fun. Some other cool things. So we've got Nights After Nam tomorrow night. That's from 6 p.m. until 2 a.m. or something like that, I think. We Not going to make it to um, We have the Nation's Fire premiere in Hollywood. And coming up 
for the Oscars on February 9th, Sunday, February 9th. We're going to the Su Wong Academy Gala with a bunch of celebrities. And uh, it's a red carpet um, event kind of to last year. Hopefully it'll be better than the one we went to last year, even though we did kind of have fun laughing at everybody. And uh, It was the worst event I've ever gone to. I mean, my kid's Sweet 16 party food and bigger events and more fabulous people it was awful awful so, so this one though is a benefit and it project it, uh it's a benefit to benefit uh project angel food and um it's the Sue wong academy gala the, if you guys want to go it's suwongacademygala.com you can get tickets and i think now we're going to be bringing Sue some wong, people mm-hmm. that's asian yes so maybe they'll have chinese food maybe that She's be- like a super high-end designer who makes all the like Academy Award gowns. Oh, I have to t- talk to her and say, order good Chinese food, not the stuff they have in L.A. That's crap. Get New York, <laughs> what we call Jewanese food. Jewish Chinese food is the best because in New York, every Jewish neighborhood has five wonderful Chinese restaurants. Absolutely. I love it. I love New York's Chinese food. It's really not Chinese food. I have no idea what it is, but they call it Chinese food, and it's so good. Here in California, the Chinese food is off the boat from China, and some of it's a little weird. I like love it. So you I, don't love it, huh? You love the stuff here. Huh? You said you didn't. Huh? I like some of it. I I don't like. Well, see, I don't I don't know good Chinese food because I'm not like. Well, I don't know good Chinese food either. I know New York Chinese food. So to me, that's good. What do I know? I'm not Chinese. I didn't. I didn't grow up in China. They say that. Oh, look at the dog just jumped up on your lap. All right, talk for a minute. I got to send a text real quick. Well, now he sends texts. Our little baby. See, I don't know if he's on camera. Is my baby on camera? Come up no, here. No, he can't. No, he's too low. Now look he's at us. him. The cute little boy. You know, we adopted or rescued, saved the lives of three dogs, and it makes me feel good every time I think of saving their lives because they would have been. Uh, put to sleep and that what a sin because this little guy is a lover boy he kisses me follows me all over he gives me the greatest love in the world and i'm mad about him i think yes you're my sweet beautiful boy and to think that they would have put him to sleep and i wouldn't have had this thrill and joy of him and he's a great dog so please everyone out there if you can hear me rescue a dog don't buy um dogs from uh, dog parlors because those dogs. Oh, shit. What? Rock Titan made a joke and it says Chinese restaurants love the SPCA. <laughs> that's, that's not even funny. <laughs> that, look at this little sweetheart. That, anyway. And they're please. all talking about how they can't wait to see your drag shows on Facebook, which you guys were working out how to get them on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now listen to me. The jokes that I did 30, 40 years ago were very risque. We didn't use vulgarity or any kind of dirty stuff like today we get away with. Back then, if I would have said fuck or cunt, the audience would have gotten up and left and thought I was the most appalling human being in the world. So we had to minimize our jokes. And they were funny. But now that I look at them, I laughed at maybe three. What I was amazed at was how I remembered my lines. I was on for 12 or 13 minutes nonstop talking and remembering my lines I only wish that would happen today. So many directors and producers would be so happy. Absolutely. <laughs> they would if I could. My little baby's licking me. Get off the table. Why are you on the table? On the desk. 
Look He's do- uh, Rock Titan says he found dog tree rem dog treat remnants in his low man. <laughs> oh, stop it! Stop it! Don't even go there. Stop it! That's dreadful. That's terrible. That's funny though. Everybody says they want to eat Chinese food now, so you brought it up. So. Yeah, well, you might find some human parts. My father used to say that. My father never wanted me to eat hot dogs, or we used to call them in New York Frankfurters, because my father said it was the 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 worst parts of the cow that they ground together and stuck in there. But I didn't listen because I'm a kid and I want a hot dog. So he caught me one day with my friends on the corner where we lived eating a hot dog. And he said to me, let me tell you a story. A friend of mine used to work in the factory where they ground down hot dogs. And by accident, his finger went in the machine and it got ground into the meat. And somebody ate his finger in a hot dog. That's well, so gross. I quickly got the hot dog and threw it down the sewer. Sewer is the opening on a sidewalk where the rainwater goes. Because people here don't know what a sewer is. Or a fire hydrant or a Johnny pump. I got to use all different language today. Thomas Claxton said that, that his Chinese food was the best tasting caddy ever had. That's terrible. And actually, uh, Teresa Saban says that you're, you are very funny, uh, even without vulgarity, that you're very funny. Yeah, well, these jokes are. Uh, I'm supposed I portray Jane Russell, the famous legend. Now, Jane Russell said so many times, "Ron, I want to see your film. I want to see you working as me." And I said, "Oh, Jane, you really don't. And I don't have the machine because I didn't want her to see me doing dirty jokes." You know. As I got to know Jane, Jane was very risque. Jane loved to talk about sex, and she loved to talk about uh, nasty stuff about 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 sex. So she was really quite funny. For a born-again Christian, she was in a real nut job that doesn't talk about it. And she enjoyed a good joke, and she would laugh. And if it was a dirty joke, it was fine. I never got to show her my film, but I showed her stills. And she said to me, oh, my God, I wish I looked that good. So hang, hang on. There's two things in the chat room then, too. We got – so uh, Scotty J says Chinese food is still better than Taco Bell. You only think that they're black beans. And uh, <laughs> Dave Hughes from St- Stars Now UK says true story. In Blackpool, England, a girl was killed and cut into pieces and added to chicken wraps to get rid of the evidence. That's terrible. Now, you interrupted my little story for those two pieces of work. Yes. They weren't funny. I thought they were good. That's because you have a very little mentality. Yes. Anyway, now I forgot where I was. See this kind of interruption? Let me teach you something. Okay, teach me. When you are doing comedy, as I have for 45 years or more, there's a thing we call the button. And you size it up. Because that's the laugh. If you don't, you don't get the laugh, and you cannot go back to the joke ever again. Okay, so then you need to somehow motion me so I like know because no, you need to be polite. You need to be polite and listen to me, and not dream about some hot guy that you might get one I'm day. I'm not dreaming of right? some some gorgeous ninety-year-old man that you love. The old well, actually, bed a lot so of people much. said they like Taco Bell is better though than Chinese Good. food. <laughs> Good. All right, well, we have to call our guests. You want me to be quiet? We have a no, no, no. There's millions of my fans out there that love Jane Russell, and they live on every story I tell. They write about it on my Facebook, and all my fans write, "I love your stories about Jane," because they're stories that are not published, and they're stories that have never been heard on Johnny Carson. This is my private world with the legend Jane Russell, uh, so it's all new stuff. So Bruce Glasso said he thought that females had the button. Oh, you know what? You're all going to come on the show, and I'm going to be in the audience. 
I'm going to be in the chat room from now on, and you can all come on the show. That's hilarious. Because you're all comedians. I'm going to have to smack everyone here. <laughs> comedians. So we're going to try and call our first guest because we're supposed to call him now. Um, so Scotty Who's, J. This is the Ho? Yes, Adrian. I'm not sure how you pronounce his last name. His so name is Adrian out. Ho. Yep. Oh, his mother wanted a girl bad. <laughs> oh, they wanted a daughter. They didn't want a son. They named him Adrian Ho. I'm not sure. Actually, he might be on the line now. Wait, is he Asian? No, he's not Asian. Ho, Ho is an Asian name. Well, I don't know how you pronounce it. We're going to ask him. Is he on the line, Scotty? Well, let's, yeah, let's, I'm calling him right now. Oh, okay. We're calling him Let, now. Let's get through the Adrian. The only Adrian I know is Adrian Barbeau. That's not true. Yo, Oh, yeah. There's Yo Adrian from Rocky. No, there's got to be. A, no, I don't know. Any... Adrian Pazdar is a famous actor. No, there's a whole bunch of I them. I knew women named Adrian. Okay, Adriana. Well, I don't think that's good. That's, that's not Adrian. So. Well, I'm going to have to get this guy about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There he is. See, he's not a woman and he's not Chinese. Adrian, Adrian, <laughs> how, many, how, many, how many men that don't know who you are and hear your name want to date you? Because you're Adrian the Ho. <laughs> it's actually pronounced Huff. Oh, so he See is that? right. You're right. See? Okay, so we have a, a guy named Dave, and he's in the chat room. And, he told and us I that. said, we don't know how to pronounce H-O-U-G-H. Is it ho? And he said, in the UK, ho is huff. So he, Dave, go. you got it right. So Adrian Huff, now I got it. So now, now I know how got to, it. Now I know how to introduce you. All right, everybody, want, now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly talented. Oh, i got to start it all over again. I messed that one up. <laughs> I need it for Comcast. All right, everybody, now we want to welcome... To the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly fabulous and talented Adrian Huff, and hello and welcome to the show. Hello, you guys. There we go. Let me introduce you, everybody. Starting off with my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. You're sort of spooking me out because <laughs> about six months ago, I lost one of my dearest friends in the world. Very handsome guy. His name was uh, Tony. And you look so much like him. Yeah, you like look him. just like Tony. Not just like, but so much. You're as handsome as he is, and you have his same look. So it's kind of spooky. Are you from Brooklyn, and are you Italian? No, I'm not from Brooklyn. I'm not Italian. I oh, went good. to an Italian high school, though, so I was like, uh, <laughs> back in the days, the, the, the Rocky was out, and I, when I was playing basketball, the, the Italian guys just go, Adrian, from the... Right. You know, yes, from Rocky. Sorry about your friend, though. I just finished playing a gangster last week. I always play gangsters. So hold on. we got to introduce you to everybody else. We want to introduce you to uh, um, the lady behind the boards at W4CY Studios. So say hello to Danielle. Danielle, say hi to Adrian. Hello, Adrian, and welcome to the show. Hello, Danielle. Thank you. And then we've got the man behind the boards, and he's in Philadelphia from Rock Titan TV. Say hello to Scotty J. Yo, Adrian. What's going on, man? Hey, Scotty, nice to meet you. There you go. That's the whole team. So now... But I do hear a New York accent. Oh. He's actually, though... Wait, wait. I think... I'm going to guess now, because I think I remember reading about nice you. Nice He's from Canada, but he lived in the UK for 10 years. No, and now no. he's in LA, I think. Uh, how, where did he get the New York accent? Huh? Nice, nice to meet you. Is what you said. Nice you know, to meet you. Is, is I listen to people's accents around, and I... Pick them up in a minute. Well, you're going to be talking like a Brooklynite in two minutes with me. Actually, that's what I read, too. I think I read that in like your bio, that one reason that you've been so successful is that you pick up accents very quickly. So do I. That's yeah. good. I, I love it. I do also. Oh, I forgot, though. We have a chat room, too, full of people. Right now we have uh, England, Canada, the United States. 
all over the United States. Tons of people in the chat room, so just say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hey, everybody in the chat room. Nice there to meet you. There you go. There's several Canada people in there, so, okay. so uh, that's a good thing. All right. Where are you from in Canada? Well, I, I'm, I was born in Toronto, which is, you know, not I love that, Love yeah. Toronto. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I hide out on Vancouver Island when I'm not working, so I, but I work all over. So Right. Toronto, I, was, I lived in New York. Toronto was another gay bar we would go to. And they had great gay bars in Toronto, let me tell you. And the Canadian guys were so not like New York guys. They were kind of sweet and innocent living. So when we New York guys would go up there, we would really fascinate the Canadians, especially the French ones. Oh, yeah. What are they called again? The ones that speak French, they're called... Yeah. yeah, they were fascinated because I don't know where they came from. They were in Canada where everybody spoke English, but yet they only spoke French. One so my French... Yeah. Huh? One province over from there is, is the province of Quebec. Alors, tout le monde parle français là-bas, comme ça. Right. Je peux parler un peu. You know, it's, it, my, my, my French becomes Italian. <laughs> after two minutes but we had a lot of fun toronto was one of the cleanest cities one of the most beautiful cities and and, and i love toronto i really do i haven't been there in years but i love it a very good friend of mine owns absolute not the vodka but the uh studio rental uh department and he, when they had parades he supplied all the porta toilets Oh, really? Parades. And after the parades were over, he said to me they would go and they would scrub and hose and wash those streets. And you never knew there was a parade. Yeah. Well, it is a clean city for sure. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to do before we start talking about cool projects, I'm going to brag for you now for everybody okay. because it's not good for you to brag for yourself. I'm not very good uh, at it. To be honest. Good. Okay, good. Ron likes that. Ugh. So, you guys, first of all, some of the things <laughs> that you've seen Adrian in uh, X Men The Last Stand. Uh, if you play video games, he's a character in Assassin's Creed 3. He was in The Assignment with Sigourney Weaver, uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, Charlie St. Cloud, Jennifer's Body, Slapshot 3, which I actually liked a lot, Alien vs. Predator, Underworld, The Fog, Canadian Bacon. Uh, right now, you can see him in, uh, on Netflix in Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Uh, the Man in the High Castles on Amazon Prime. Van Helsing, Once Upon a Time, When Calls the Heart, Supernatural. And some of the people that he's worked with, um, we got Zac Efron, Kim Basinger, Donal Logue, Dave Franco, Ray Liotta, Megan Fox, Amanda Seyfried, Adam Brody, Jill Hennessy, Donald Sutherland, Lachlan Monroe, Christian Slater. Ken kersinger has been on our show. He's probably like the smallest one out of the whole list. <laughs> Michelle Rodriguez, Tony Shalhoub, Anthony LaPaglia, uh, Ken Kersinger. Oh, I said that already once. Um, also, I think you, you were in a movie with Char – oh, Battle in Seattle has Charlize Theron, Tatum, oh, Channing Tatum, oh, Joshua Jackson, oh, Woody Harrelson, Ray Liotta, Jennifer Carpenter. Basically, he's worked with a who's who, Kate Beckinsale, Tom Welling, Maggie Grace – John Candy, Rip Torn, Jim Belushi, all kinds of cool people, and that's only like a third of them. Because You've got quite a, a list there, but the best of all is Charlize. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. Hey, did you get to meet her I, in that I, movie? My scenes were not with Charlize on that. Kill yourself, kill yourself. I know, I do. But I have, well, I have worked with the Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart on, on X-Men 3. That my The scenes that I had in that were with those two. And I think just, she's the most beautiful woman today in Hollywood. Yeah. I mean, she's breathtaking. Did you see Bombshell? I haven't seen that one yet. Oh, my God. She's wonderful in it. The, the movie's fabulous. She did a, a phenomenal job. 
She should get the Oscar. That's who I'm voting for. She's if, up if for she's it. She's up for it. She she's is. up for it. I'm voting for her. Oh. Wait till you see the the makeup they did and the fake face they put on her. She looks exactly like uh, Kelly. What's her name? Uh, Megan Kelly. Megan Kelly. Kelly. And her performance is fabulous. So now you must have a lot of money because you're working. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I I live uh, I I live okay. I'm not I'm not super. But low. all that. Filming you did, my God! You should have you have so so more. Listen, I'm in the business 58 years. I think you made more money last year than I made in 58 years. (laughs) I have a question about that though. Okay, so you're wait wait, wait. we don't go in acting in in films to make money. No, (laughs) that's what De Niro said. He's so full of shit. (laughs) (laughs) He's got more money than God and the first nickel too. I understand. So. So let's. So you're a very well-known character actor. You're in all kinds of cool, really cool things. Um, do you still have to audition, or do you yeah. basically like get to walk in and, and get roles? Uh, it's very rare that I think anyone walks in and gets roles because you know if I go up for something, there's another five or ten guys who've all got the same or better resumes than me. They might have had a lead in a series, or you know, I so I still audition. And I still, I still get audition nerves. I just, I'm just better after 37 years at, at dealing with it. You know. Here's my best audition story. Okay. I was dear, dear friends with Shelley Winters, you know, the actress. Yeah. And, and she said to me, somebody wanted her for a movie. And they said, Miss Winters, please come down with your resume and we want you to audition. So Shelley went down with her Oscar. She walked over to the table. She said, here's my fucking resume, and I'm Shelley Winters. And the guy dropped dead. Well, because how do you get Shelley Winters, a two-time Academy Award winner, to audition? That's ridiculous. One of the b- most brilliant actresses of, of our time. time. Yeah. Did you ever meet Shelley? No. Oh, no. she was fabulous. I was, a, I was a fan way back. So. She was a delightful woman and a, and a funny, funny lady. Yeah. So. So I have I have actual some come on dog uh, I have some movie <laughs> questions for you we have our little rescue dog sitting here on our yeah desk. I, I noticed uh, that seemed to work around on dog uh, first of all I'm a superhero like freak so basically superhero movies and and uh, horror movies are like my two big things um, so like for me X Men three is probably my favorite even though you're not you don't have the biggest part in it it's probably my favorite just because I love X Men three there are no big parts are only small actors what was that one no <laughs> no small parts only, only big, big actors small, small actors uh, so let's go uh, but I, let's talk a little bit because I've never seen the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina and now we've had a couple of people on that have yeah. had roles in it like isn't that based off of like an Archie comic or something it's, or some kind of comic book. It's based on the Archie comics, only it's kind of uh, darker and more um, more like realistic. Well, not really realistic, but more kind of, um, you know, it, it's real people as opposed to the, the two-dimensional Archie comics we used to. Well, kind of like Riverdale. Have you ever seen Riverdale? Yeah. It's it's the same producers. It's uh, Robert. Oh, I love Riverdale, so I have to watch it then because it's about I, I witches, loved, right? I loved Archie and Betty and Veronica. And but, Jughead. Remember Jughead? I used to love him. Yeah. Yeah. But they, they don't have those characters in your thing, do they? No, but they have them in Riverdale. Oh, Riverdale is about except Archie? For, yeah, Richard, Riverdale is about Archie, except for it's like grown up Archie. Like it opens up with Archie having an affair so with what his is teacher. He like a, and, he's a drug addict. And <laughs> no. Betty, Betty's, Betty's a dyke. He's a drug addict. No, it's a great show. And the other ones are a murderous. That's so wait, what they wait, do so today. Chilling Adventures of Sabrina is kind of right. like that. Then I'm going to have to like watch it. And you play like a farmer or something. Yeah. But I noticed you're in like eight episodes or something. You're in a bunch of them. A bunch of episodes. Uh, there's uh, 
Sabrina has a, a bunch of friends. One of them is is a trans kid, uh, played by Lachlan, and uh, I play uh, Lachlan's dad, um, Susie slash Theo's dad. And so we we had to play. Uh, uh, I mean, it's already out now. I say it's not a spoiler. It's just, it, there's a scene where um, you know this kid has to come out as as trans to their dad who's played by me, who's, you know, like, and so I had the, the struggle of in this one scene, real finding out that my daughter, you know, from the farmer's point of view is, is a boy. And so there's this really, it was really quite complicated, complicated to play touching scene, I think. And we got a lot of nice feedback about that. Oh, I love but, it. I'm, I'm going to start watching it. As soon as we come back from Nam. I'm going to start watching Amazing it. the parts you can play today, 30 years ago. That was unheard of. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I mean, that was taboo, cinema taboo. Uh, let's get these boring questions over with. <laughs> I hate these questions. How long have you been working and why? And uh, Why? Why? I, I, I literally have no other skills. I can do a little. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, I can do funny voices and play characters, and that's about it. Right. Uh, I, know, I know what you mean. Do you yeah. have a character that's like your favorite character? I mean, you've been in a lot of things. Do you have one of them that stands out as like, oh, my God, I really love doing this? Well, I really actually really love playing the character in Assassin's Creed 3 because he's this sort of upper class Brit who's seems quite uptight and possibly evil but underneath there's a soft side and and uh you know i got to work on that over a year and a half like every month they'd fly me to the studio in montreal where we'd record the scenes and we'd play them out <laughs> somebody's at our door three rescue dogs hey shazam stop it come on kids quiet Okay. As an actor, you know, when you're on on film, you don't have a lot of control over which takes the use over what the camera's doing. But when you're working in a in a volume of just motion capture and you've got this helmet on and a camera in front of your face, it's 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 quite difficult. But that the challenge is you've got to imagine everything. But uh, I, was, I was quite happy the way that turned out. And and it actually it actually here's a I'm going to do a little brag. It actually ended up. Ended up me being uh, nominated for a BAFTA award from from the UK that year, so that's was, a big deal good. too. By the way, congratulations! That'll, that's a that'll, huge deal. that'll make you more money. Yeah. <laughs> that's all about, you know. Well, I did for five months afterwards, so I don't know. Right, you know, the first movie I was ever in. I'm so embarrassed. Well, it's a good movie with Sophia Loren and Jeff Hunter. That kind of woman back in 1959, and right. I made thirty six dollars a day, and <laughs> and I was so happy. I still make thirty-six dollars a day. <laughs> now I'm up to forty. But no, I was so happy and excited because I said to my mother when I got home from work, I said, Ma, if they didn't pay me, I'd still go back. I didn't care about the money. I just love the work and I still love the work. Yeah. I mean I, I, I don't take any part, but I take parts I, I think I'm gonna do a good job with. How yeah. about you? Uh I, I'm I take basically everything. Because I th even if I don't think I can do it, I think that it would be a good opportunity to see if I can do it and push push the envelope a little bit. Um, my goal was always to um, to play a wi as wide a variety of characters as possible. But you know, when I was younger, I also would would watch actors like Derek Jacobi, and I, I saw. Um, 
Oh, uh, God, what's his name? <laughs> it's okay. Uh, it happens to all of us. <laughs> you know, as, as, as more people fill your memory. Um, it's uh, hard to remember. You're right. Actually, he was in the, in the original Fog. He played the farm. Okay. With Adrian Barbo? Hal Holbrook. Hal Holbrook is great. I met Hal. I met him many years ago on uh, uh, Sonny and Cher show. And he was the nicest guy in the world. He is. Yeah. My first television job ever, uh, he was the star of. And I was already a a huge fan of his and and his ability to kind of be intense on screen and, and bring in an emotional depth to things. And so the very first television job I ever had, he was the actor. And so I had to play a couple of scenes with him. And years and years later, I played the same role as him in the right. second fog in 2005 as the priest. And uh, so and, and they were they were uh, one of the back stories of that is they were trying to get Hal to come and do us a, a, like a little cameo role in the, in the fog in 2005. But he wasn't available. He was too busy doing his is one man show or in New York? Is he, is Hal still with us? Yeah, he's ninety four. Yes. God, God bless. I have fond memories of him. I really mean. We was. I remember he and I sitting <laughs> and talking about share, and he said it's amazing how she can move. <laughs> She's so glued together. <laughs> no, really. I mean the makeup and the wigs and the. She was young then, you know. And he said he was fascinated. He looked. He says, amazing how she can move. She's so glued. Glued, put together, something like that. He had a you very know, good, good sense of humor, but he wasn't mean or sarcastic. He was just funny and so, good-looking. So we actually, I knew him when he was young. And he can sing. I actually saw him as the lead in Man from La Mancha on yeah, can you in sing? a show. Do you sing? I, I can sing a little bit. Yeah, I do. Yeah. So you're an all-around. But getting back to bad scripts, I was just received about two months ago a script called Get ready for this one. I want you to be in it. I want you to star in it. Uh, <laughs> drag queens from. Drag. So you uh, they got interrupted. The season got it. Drag queens from where? Uh, oh, they seem to have a. Uh, my screen is frozen. I don't know if you can still hear me. Are you back? It's not you, Adrian. It's actually Jimmy and Ron. How come it's not you? Okay, I'm sorry, Jimmy and Ron. Hold on, Jimmy and Ron, that you guys were frozen for like a good 30 seconds. Oh, wow. Oh, God. Happy days are here. We're going to have to go into the other room from now on. We need to be next to the Wi-Fi thing. Why not bring the Wi-Fi here? Because there's no cable in this room for it. (laughs) Anyway, sorry about that, Adrian. I think we have to go back to a studio. This is not really working. (laughs) Anyway... (laughs) Sorry about that, Adrian, but we heard what you were saying, and uh, uh, go. So you want to go? What, 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 what didn't I mean, they get? I don't know. Drag queens from, and then you cut oh, out. Drag queens from outer drag, space. Drag queens from outer space, and they wanted me to play the old lady drag queen, and the drag queens were coming here to tell Donald Trump how to run the country. <laughs> and I thought it could be a very funny movie if it were done with big names, I mean really big stars, right. who were camping, who could camp it up. I mean, I would love to see Sylvester Stallone as the old drag queen. <laughs> I mean, could you picture Sylvester Stallone in drag? Tell yeah. him Donald, uh, tell yeah, Donald Trump, yeah, you know, you're running the country wrong. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I think it could be 
maybe I should call them back and say, yes, we're going to try to cast it with superstars. And we're going to ask you to play one of the drag queens. <laughs> How do you think you'd look in drag? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I did it once when I was uh, like a, a number of years ago and it did not, it did not go well. It did, I did not work well in drag. Well, <laughs> I, I don't think we're supposed to I be. Think I had a little sort of growth at the time too. So, you know, I don't think we were supposed to be pretty drag queens, according to the script. Okay. But the, the, the dialogue was not funny. And the, and the title was funny, but the actual dialogue. You're freezing up again. Script almost sounding serious. You know, uh, maybe this, if it, the fact that it was serious, it could be funny. I don't know how it would play. It would have to be a good director that knows how to twist that around. How yeah. do you feel about directors? I know Betty Davis hated them all. She told me that. I I'm I I really I, I like I like directors because uh, I'm I'm interested in directing. You know, it's one of those down the road things. But uh, and and I have a real appreciation for what they do. And uh, I like <laughs> it. Really depends on the director. I mean, I've had some. I, I'm working on a on a new show that Apple's uh, bringing out in in the spring called Home Before Dark. And we've had some wonderful directors on that, some really terrific directors. And, um, you know, that that uh, I, I, I to be honest, I, I really like women directors and I like I do. I do, too. I was just directed two weeks ago by Judith Chapman, the soap opera queen. Oh, yeah. You know who she is, Judith Chapman, uh, queen of soap opera. Okay. She was involved in the beautiful General Hospital. Everyone for forty or fifty years, she's been in, in, on film. Uh, she was fabulous. I mean, I could. She. There's. You know, I'm used to the old way of directing. My first director, grab this one, was Sidney Lomet when I did uh, that kind of woman. Now, when you're directed at 19 years old by Sidney Lomet, where do you go from there, my dear? You know, where do you go? You go places you don't want to go. Um, I don't like when an actor I see is doing a beautiful job and the director says, no, that's not what I want. And then the director redirects the actor and the piece is a piece of shit. Uh, what happens to you when they do that to you? Because I suspect you're a good actor. I think you're going to be a very good actor, an intense actor. And what if the director doesn't want you to be so intense, yet you feel the part must be intense? Well, that, that's happened to me in Hallmark shows before um because those, I, those pieces of crap tend towards darkness uh, what i i have what i call resting son of a bitch face and uh <laughs> and so and uh so i have to be careful like especially if i'm playing a home to to you know to keep lightening it up because i have to go extra light extra happy for not for the not possible go, oh, but yeah he's, he's a nice guy um i <laughs> I, I've had direction that I haven't been able to get before, but I think after 37 years, I, I'm good at hearing the direction and, and making the interpretation of what they want and then giving them something which might not be exactly what they're asking for, but which will work in the context of the scene. And it, it's it's all it's everything. It's always different. I mean, it's very, very different. there's no hard and fast rules for me, you know, that. No, how, how do you? You like don't have any wrinkles. You don't look thirty-seven. No, thirty-seven. <laughs> I, I was minus six when I started. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, how do you feel about filmmaking today as opposed to filmmaking years ago? The films that I was on years ago took three months to shoot a film. Okay, the average average was three months. 
Now it's 10 days. No, he that well, hold on, hold on, because that's because you're doing indie films, because he doesn't have any of those indie films on his resume. His no, but all, I like, understand even the studio films, they're not shooting them three months anymore. They're no. shooting them as quickly as possible because of budget. 16 days, 21 days, yeah. 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 So, so do, you, do, you, do you think that that's hurting film today? Well, yeah, you know, I'm... Certainly, it's nice to be able to spend time, but I, I think so many of us have been working so long at making movies that 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 there's a shorthand now, you know, so that you know we can we can shoot you know five scenes in a day, and yeah, it's terrible on the crews. And I can't believe five scenes in a day, oh, my God. with big with long dialogue. Yeah, well, maybe not with long dialogue, um, okay. but I have to tell you, when I was shooting Assassin's Creed. We're not recording Assassin's Creed 3. We had one day where there were 38 scenes between no. 7 a.m. and 5 p.m. But of no. course, yeah, I'm so no. 38 scenes, 38 scenes. And, and, and in, how in, many were you in speeches? How many speeches and how many were you in? Uh, well, I was I was in I was in at least half of them. And in five of those five of those scenes, I had like I had long monologues in. Oh, I think forget it. Yeah. Forget about it. Do you have it. trouble remembering like I do. lines? He has some trouble remembering. Well, I'm going to be 80 years old in May. You know, at 80 years old, your brain burns. But do you <laughs> have do, do you have problems remembering lines? Or are you pretty good at it? Uh, I, uh, I, you know, I'm pretty good at it. I mean, I I work really hard at it. You know, but I, and I find that I have to work harder. And but I have lots of memory tricks that I've started to use. You know, like I'll I can remember. I can remember a line from an audition I did for a gig I didn't get 12 years ago. And I'll tell you what the line was, and I'll tell you how I memorized it. Um, the, the line is, this video shows the baseline abilities of the test group. It was like a couple of monologues struck, and that was the connector. And I couldn't remember that little single line. And so what I did is I used a mind map. And I said, so I said, this video, and of course, at the time, I imagined having a VHS tape, which I was sticking into a recorder shows the baseline abilities. And on the screen came the ba a basketball court with a baseline. Baseline abilities of the test group. And because I said test group, I said, well, I'll make them cricket players showing off on a basketball court baseline. And that was the whole thing. Oh my God, that's like I would have been fired. Like I would have been, been fired. They would have <laughs> like, fired you, I me. I can tell you, like if I memorized and if I record, if I did an audition this morning and I memorized the lines quick, I couldn't tell you what those lines were now. Simply, like I, I I'm good at memorizing fast, but I also forget fast. So no. So are most of your uh, auditions done like over video? Like you just record them and send them in? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I live on an island, and you know, so I just go into my basement and. Uh, I have like a little ring light and I put my Apple iPhone up there and I record it and stick it into my computer and edit it, put a little title on the front and send it off. Well, I'm, I'm doing two films soon and I have two different scripts <laughs> that I'm trying to learn. And oh. the other day when I was reading lines, I read the wrong script <laughs> for, the, <laughs> for the wrong movie. <laughs> and I, uh -oh. I kind of thought the line was better than what the writer did. But anyway, you have to be careful with that because some, you know, I am a great one for inventing new lines. Right. Um, yeah, well, because I'm from Brooklyn, I'm Italian, and I'm a wise guy, and I could be a gangster very easily. And I am always... He plays gangsters all the time. Gangsters. <laughs> so I had one movie I was in where the director wasn't... He thought I was a bit over the top. And I said, listen, are you from Brooklyn? He said, no. I said, where are you from? He said, Connecticut. I said, what the fuck do you know about accent? 
What do you know? He said, well, you, you sound like you're over the top. And this is what I was doing. Yeah, you're telling me something I don't know, right? Get over here. What is talking about? This is how they talk in Brooklyn when they talk amongst themselves. You know what I'm saying, right? I ain't lying. Forget about it. What's going on over here, boys? Okay, okay, okay. All right? He thought that was too uh, cartoon. I said, go to Brooklyn for a week. Then come back and tell me those people are cartoons. They'll blow your brains out. <laughs> I was I once worked with uh, Lucas Black, who's the kid from. Oh, I love him. Yeah, um, and I, I was uh, at the time I wasn't working. Uh, they hired me to be a dialect coach, and uh, it was David Strith there and Allison Elliott and him. I love him too. And uh, it was the play, thing took place in the Deep South. It was uh, the Miracle Worker, the Disney version of the Miracle Worker, and I was the dialect coach on it, and. Um, and I had to, the Lucas Black. I had to pull his accent back for for Disney at the time, and but David Strathairn, I tried to give him a, a Southern dialect, and he was he was great. And uh, but but Lucas Black, he he recorded this thing for me, um, which is like he's from Decatur, Alabama. And normally, when you hear accents in movies, you don't hear the real thing. You hear kind of like a watered down version. Like he did he did this tape for me. I'm hungry. Did you eat yet? No, I ain't. You know, it was like, it was, did you eat yet? No, I ain't. You know, like, did you eat yet? No, I, I understand. <laughs> so it's like, it was so thick that you, that if you, you know, it's just like accents from Scotland or Wales or or even parts of Northern England or or even Cockney accents that we wouldn't understand if we just heard them in the street. You know, so so. Well, it's true. When I was, know, that's what. When I was in England with my daughter, she was 16 at the time, we asked a guy for instructions, and I thanked him. And then as we walked away, I said, Leslie, what did he say? She said, Daddy, I don't know. And the guy spoke English, but it was such a, a cockney thick. Oh, my God, it was awful. I actually, though, I love Lucas Black, and I'm big into the whole Fast and Furious franchise because I did the costume design in the second one. Oh, and uh, and uh, he was a star of the third one. Um, he's a star of the third one when they were in Japan or Tokyo, Tokyo Drift. So they were in Tokyo and, uh, and now he's on NCIS New Orleans. That's right. Yeah. He's like one of the main guys. So like, good for him. Congratulations for him. Yeah, and, exactly. and, uh, he's just fun. Like, actually I, uh, we should reach out to him. I'd like to have him on the show. He's a good one. Good. I'm good. terrified that somebody's going to contact me and want me to be in a major motion picture because I know I'll get to like a minute and they'll fire me. <laughs> Because I'm serious about this. You know, I did uh, stand-up comedy for 45 years in nightclubs. And I have video now that I'm putting together to put on YouTube. Hey, I, did, I, did, I did 12 minutes of non-stop memory speaking jokes. Oh, yeah. And I sat there watching this 30, 40-year-old video saying, how the hell did I do that? Without a slip-up, non-stop speed-talking jokes. If I had to do that today... I have a breakdown. So here's what we're doing. Right. Marlon Brando does it. Uh, Robert You're not De supposed, Robert really not supposed De to tell tales on people. Oh, yes, you can. <laughs> Rob, Robert, De Robert De Niro won't mind. Robert De Niro does it. And a bunch of... Eric Roberts. Old Eric Roberts. A, a bunch of old bags do it. We have an earplug we put in our ear. And someone offset feeds us our lines. Yeah. So that's what I'm doing with my next two movies because there's no way I can remember lines. When you're my age, 80 can soon, your brain just doesn't work anymore. It's very difficult to do simple things like walking. Yeah. Yeah. 
or remembering you have to pee before you go out. So let's go. Let's <laughs> let's ask some fun questions because you've already worked with a who's who of Hollywood. Yeah. You've worked he with so many phenomenal has. people, and and you're in such high profile. Even your all the TV shows. I mean, like sometimes you see people and they have a few good credits, and then you see their TV shows, and it's like shit. Nobody ever watches, but you're like in all the like. The like highly acclaimed TV shows. <laughs> You're not in the shitty ones. And uh, <laughs> so, uh, oh, well, maybe, but I only, well, see, I didn't write those down then. Maybe I didn't pay attention, but okay. But so I do remember you as the priest now that I'm thinking back. In the fog. In the fog. I so, thought the second one was not as good as the first. What did you think? Um, yeah, I would have to agree with you. The first one was the, they, the second one, they try to do a lot of stuff with special effects. The, the fog is like more, there's like ghosts and stuff that they put into it. The original one was more kind of the, the fact that you didn't see things. Was We're breaking up to me. The, the first one exactly. didn't see so much made it scarier. I thought. And Adrian on the roof hanging from her bar boobs, you know, <laughs> That was what all the guys like watching as she was rolling down the roof with the boobies hitting the roof. So hold on. Let's go, though. OK, so you've got you've worked with a who's who. So number one, uh, I'm going to give you like a twofold question so you can be thinking about one as you're answering the other. First of all, who are male and female actors on your bucket list of, oh, my God, I'd really love to do something with these people. And then if you could have had the leading role in any movie ever produced that's ever been out, what movie would you have liked to been in? And like and why is it that you picked that movie? Well, first one is Anthony Hopkins. Uh, who is love, love him by by far for me has been one of the you know from way back you know that when when I was in England he was uh, the stuff that he's able to do emotionally and with so little facial movement with so much like uh, seeming effortlessness absolutely um, and fire I, and passion um, I know. I know. What about a female now? Wait a second. Let me just interject this. I know Tony, uh, Lee Winkler. The. Oh, you're breaking up again. I'm losing you again. He he managed uh, Tony, and oh. I met him at an affair. He was the most elegant, gracious, charming, sweet, shy. Unbelievable human being, and it shows in all of his work. And I agree with you; he's one of the best. Okay, so go female. Uh, Sandra Bullock, mostly because I just auditioned for a film she's doing here. <laughs> I hope I get it. <laughs> oh, I hope you. Okay, everybody, put it out to the world that so we book. want Adrian Huff to be in uh, the new Sandra Bullock movie, and I would love to meet and her. And she's supposed to be an, a doll to work with. Yeah, everybody that's, that's that's awesome. loves her. I worked with Rene Zellweger on something. They they cut my scene out, but I was, I was up for um, uh, I was up for a bigger role in this film that she did. The what was it called? The um, oh, it'll come to me in a minute. Rene Zellweger from about two thousand six, and uh, I, I I was I was hired to to be a reader for the for the Bradley Cooper part, which uh, you know he talk about Chicago. No, 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 no. It was, uh, I think it was before 2006, before then. But uh, um, uh, Subject 39 or Case 39, that was what it was called. Case 39, yes. Case 39. And uh, that uh, I was brought in to read the Bradley Cooper part opposite the two kids that they were auditioning over two days. And I saw this part in the script that I was the, the abusive dad that, you know, because I was 
people saw me as such a nice guy. They didn't really realize I could do it. And so I, I talked to the director and convinced him to let me read for for this part. He said, he's German. He goes, well, we've got about uh, 40 guys reading for that part. But uh, if you want to put it down on tape, I will look at it. And I said, great. So the next day I organized, I went into the studio and I taped this audition. I knocked over chairs and I was raging. And there's a whole scene when he's in <laughs> This whole whole scene when he's in a straitjacket and he's, he's had his jaw broken. And he's like talking to gritted teeth. And it was just one of those. I, I just sent my kids to bed and I worked on it all night and I went in and did it. And then it went great. The next day after that audition, I walked into a cafe and it was in Vancouver, Canada. And, and who was in the cafe but Renee Zellweger. And I just spent a couple of days with her and I thought, I'm going to go and say hello. So I went and said hello and. And she, you know, the, and I said, oh, you, we just worked together. I was helping you tape the, these auditions. And she's oh, And I said, I've actually, I've just auditioned for the part of the Edward. And, and she goes, well, you know, honey, I think you're, I think you're too young. And I was like, well, yeah, I'm the right age for the part. But, anyway, okay. um, but well, I'll, you know, best of luck to it. She's so sweet about it and everything. And then the next day I went into my agent's office and, um, she had literally just got an email from the producers. This is like a the story of the industry, you know. Just got a, 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 an email from the casting directors who gave the list of all the people who were on the short list, and it was like six people. And then the casting director had said, "And Adrian and I had I had pursued this part." So anyway, the next day it was down to three, then it was down to two, and then the other guy got it. So they. <laughs> But uh, but they gave That's me a showbiz. <laughs> That's exactly right. And I was oh, you know, and, and the, but making it to the final two though, that's a big uh, deal. Well, exactly. But there's there's no silver medals in what we do, right? That's it's true. Just, there's no silver medals. But the well, sweet there, part there's the, the Oscar. Yeah, that's right. They they offered me a smaller role in the thing, and I contact like I'd already called all my producer friends to try and get them to put in a good word for me. But I called this one, and I said, you know, what should I take this small role? And he said, yes, do it. It's a compliment. That means they like you. But here's the the Renee Zellweger part of the story. I walk onto the set to play this like two line lawyer role, which ended up cut out of the movie. And she walked up to me and she clasped my hand and she looked at me dead in the eyes. Did Christian, the director, tell you how close you came? We're so glad. And she was so sweet. (laughs) She was so sweet. And I thought, you know, that for me, that's class. And that's, you know, the people at the top, I believe, have the most generous souls. I believe that, too. No question about it. It's these little shit asses that think who the hell they are. They made one movie, and all they wore were a pair of tits in the movie anyway. And these broads come off like stars. They're nasty. I mean, I interview everybody all over the place, so we go to very important events. I walked up to one of these little tricks, and I said to her, Hi, I'm Ron Russell, and who are you? And she looked at me. She said, You're too old not to pick me up. I said, Honey, I'm gay. I'm not picking you up. And I'm a reporter. And now you're going to get shit out of me. I said, I said, and the next time you pump up your tits, don't go so big. And I walked away. I mean, she was a little piece of nothing, a horror. And she thought that she was, you know, Marilyn Monroe. Say hi to your wife. How cold is it where you are? Uh, I'm going to show you. It is. uh, We're having a snow day. Oh, no. That is all. Look how beautiful. That's not bad. Yeah, well. 
It just means that I can't drive the car. And that was actually my daughter who's just arriving. Oh, your daughter. Okay. Canada, well, how, that how, was a little bit of snow for Canada. How cold is it? Uh, it's about zero degrees Celsius, uh, so 32 Fahrenheit. Okay, that's us, right? Fahrenheit, 32? Yeah, 32. Yeah, okay. not, not here. We're in Palm Springs. We're 70. We're 70, 70 here where we are. It's beautiful. Get down there. Okay, so then what's the other the other question? Movie. Like, if you could have been the main character in any movie, what movie would you have liked to have been in? Oh, God. Uh, Lawrence of Arabia. Oh, wow. Ron likes that pick. Ron's a Turner classic movies like... Uh, that was probably... One of the most beautifully filmed films I have ever seen in my life. The visual and the musical score. Yeah. And Peter O'Toole and, and what's his name? The other one I, who I love. Omar Sharif. Wonderful casting. Wonderful movie. I couldn't agree with you more. And guess what? You would have looked the part. If I were casting, I would have casted you. Because you could look Arabic. My grandfather met Lawrence of Arabia, the real one, actually. It's one of my family stories. Oh, okay. My grandfather worked for the British um, uh, consulate general in the Middle East, and uh, in one of his uh, one of his uh, jobs, he uh, he actually met Lawrence of Arabia. And what he said to my father about him was that I, you always got the the feeling like he was about ten steps ahead of you in a conversation. And so, yeah, just, well, he was, he was insane, you know. He was quite crazy, yeah. <laughs> quite mad, because he had syphilis, and he was not all there. But I saw Lawrence of Arabia at Radio City Music Hall when it premiered on that enormous screen. Well, when I tell you the audience applauded when the film was over for 10 yeah. minutes. As we were leaving Radio City Music Hall, 3,000 people, you know, crowds going down the staircases, all I heard, because being media, or, uh, but not back then, reporter back then, all I heard was, oh, my God, what a movie. It was fabulous. It was great. It was terrific. To date, I have never heard anybody, as many people, discuss a film as they did that film. Yeah. So anybody out there, if you can rent it, rent Lawrence of Arabia. It's or a watch shame. Turner Classic Movies. Well, it's a shame you're going to see it on a small 90-inch screen. Uh, when you 90-inch. Well, you know, you know, forget Radio City Music Hall. That screen is what two hundred and thirty. How by... many people you think really have ninety-inch TV screens? I don't know. Don't we? Well, no, ours is like sixty. Most people oh, probably whatever. have forty or fifty. Oh, whatever. Or 60. All right, make it, make make. How it. big is your TV screen? Mine is. I think I got about a forty-five, and that, that for me that's, is big. So you're gonna make you're gonna make an issue out of it for ninety degrees. Well, that's forty-five inches. That's a big deal. Well, I guess in your in your case, inches do count. <laughs> yeah, but. <laughs> And the lack of inches, actually. But um, uh, anyway, please rent this film. And I agree with uh, our guest that it is uh, a film that we, we'd all love to play, especially when he gets killed on the motorcycle. I love that part. It's exciting. For me, for me, it was a scene where he's, he's sitting there and he's being questioned about the, questioning about the, sh- the shooting of, of, the, of the guy. And he and he said, "That's not like he, that's not what that wasn't the problem." And he said, "Well, what was the problem? I liked it." You know, yes. That scene, and, that and, and then also when he was being raped, that was in, for the oh. day very shocking. I mean, yeah. we just our mouths fell open. We couldn't believe that homosexuality would be in a movie. Yeah. And when, when he was being raped by the uh, prison guard, oh my God, we were we we was we lost our breaths. We thought it was so terrible. We couldn't believe it. 
Okay, so here's what we're going to do, everybody. First of all, follow Adrian, you guys. You can follow him on Twitter. He's at 8800. So it's is that how you pronounce it? A-D-E-Y-800 is his Twitter. Mm-hmm. And uh, remember, he's a BAFTA nom. He has that big on his like Twitter thing, which is very cool. His, uh, and that uh, Instagram what, is Real Adrian Huff. Yes, and his, his Instagram is Real Adrian Huff. But if remember that Huff is H-O-U-G-H. And not H-U-F-F. Why, why don't you spell it H-U-F-F to make it easier? Uh, it's a bit late now. <laughs> it's been out there for a while. There's only eight different ways of pronouncing O-U-G-H in the English language. So it's... Uh, it's ouch. 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 <laughs> Adrian, ouch. <laughs> so you guys also, if you want to see Adrian's work... Check out Chilling Adventures of Sabrina because that's what I'm going to go watch because I can't wait to see it now that I've met several people on it. And uh, you can see him in X-Men, The Last Stand. I don't know. He's got all kinds of things. And if you're into video games, ch- are you in more than one video game? Uh, I'm. Uh, th- well, that's the main one, Assassin's Creed 3. I- I've done the, – the, I- there was a – I played uh, Kurt Wagner, the Nightcrawler, and years ago and, and in one of the old Nintendo games about uh, the X-Men. I'm – I think I'm the only actor who's done both a voice in the original X-Men cartoons as well as being in the live-action movie. I was the original. Yes, oh, I read that online, actually, so yeah. that's correct. I, I don't know where I read it, but I, when I Googled you, I read that. Well, but, whatever you are, whatever you do, I just want to tell you something. You're a wonderful guest, okay. and I so appreciate the fact that you're conversational, you're interesting, you're charming, you're witty, and I'm sure that you're a great actor. And when I see your work, I'll say, yeah, I was right. Thank you for coming on our show. Thank you. Have a great day, guys. All right. Bye-bye. Stay warm. Bye now. Yeah. <laughs> bye-bye. All right, everybody. That was what Adrian a nice Huff. Guy. What a wonderful guy. Very yes. nice. Follow him on Twitter at 8800, A-D-E-Y-800. Uh, I, like when, cool. I like when actors are not affected. When they're affected, they're just such a bore. And, you know, a really good actor uh, should not be affected. Affected means they think who the hell they are. Everybody in the chat room loved him. Yeah, His Twitter again. Good. His Twitter, you guys, is A-D-E-Y-800. I'll type it in the chat room for you in the chat room. Um, it's at A-D-E-Y-800. Oh, there we go. B. Claudia did it. Thank you, B. Which, by the way, B joined us halfway through, and I didn't want to interrupt uh, the show to say that. So, hi, B. We know you're a little under the weather. We hope you're feeling better. Are you still sick? She got sick again, or she's still sick? Yes. One well, of get the, the hell out of Germany and come to California and warm up. Or go to Florida. Go to Jamaica. Go anywhere. Take a plane. Get out of the cold. You gotta like love it. All right, so let's do a little uh, a little commercial, you guys. We want to thank everybody for tuning in. Um, you can hear us weekly on our home station of W4CY Radio. Um, we're on from 12 to 2 p.m. Pacific time, 3 to 5 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. Which, by the way, the W4CY owner and host, uh, Pipe Man Dean Piper, is going to be at NAM, so we're going to see him at NAM. Um, you can also uh, hear us on K4HD Radio in LA, Hit 1069 FM in New York, Jackalope Radio in St. Louis. We're on iHeart Radio, Stitcher, Audio Boom, SoundCloud, Podomatic, Spotify, iTunes, Spreaker, Apple TV, and Podbean. There's a lot more, but those are the biggest ones. And please, you guys, subscribe and listen to us on iHeart Radio and iTunes because we're trying to get our podcast up in the rankings as a podcast. Um, so it would be great if you guys would like listen to us and subscribe and rate us there. We would appreciate it. Very much we would. If you're curious about the two wristwatches, this is my wristwatch that I love, and I have so many that I enjoy wearing. And this is what keeps me knowing I'm alive. Because, you know, I had a pacemaker put in. And this thing tells me how many breaths I take, how many steps I walk, how, what my heart rate is, 
and I, I don't know what, and a bunch of other crap. But anyway, I look at it periodically to make sure that my pacemaker is functioning the way it should be. There so that's why I wear two wristwatches, not because I'm crazy. Nobody thinks you're crazy, honey. They all think I'm crazy. No, they don't. They just think you're yes, fun. Well, fun crazy. <laughs> okay. Okay, you can do fun crazy. That like totally like works. So I think um hey Scotty J. Yo. Um does it look like our second guest is on? Because I had told her yesterday we might call her early because she's gonna be a lot of fun to chat with. Um so does it look like she's on? Her name is Cece, yeah. Let's see here. Yeah, she's online. Let's call her. We we met her through CC Pennington. Yeah, so it's like big and CC and spent, little CC. We spent three days with this crazy lady, and had the best time. She's the most fun girl, with a wonderful sense of humor, very bright, very intelligent, and very beautiful, and very successful. And I think you're going to be very interested in hearing all the things about her and things that she's about to tell us. She's also met Shalice Theron. That's where I want to really get her on. <clears throat> I know I'm everybody. gay. I'm gay, but that doesn't mean gay men don't appreciate beautiful women. That's that's, that's true. true. Am I hey, on? Hey, you're you're on. Hello. Hi, handsome. How are Hi, you? Handsome. What about you, sweetie P? Look at how white her teeth are. So beautiful and white. Yeah, but meanwhile, <laughs> me, meanwhile, I'm gonna yell <laughs> at her. I'm yelling at you on the air. I have not seen you in months. I miss you. You didn't come to our party. You're always traveling. What the fuck is going on? I tried on? to come, but you I always go out of town for sure. I'm country the last uh, December, always August and September. Always. Oh, but always next month. Hold on. We, we lost. Did I go somewhere? Wait, wait. We we lost the top of your head. Push it down uh, up a little, back a little. So we there we go. Because we don't want to lose your hair and your little your little your little hawk. We don't want to miss the hawk. <laughs> All right, everybody. So wait, 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 I'm, not, I'm not finished scolding her. So now you're coming. <laughs> you're coming in March, right? You're coming to Palm Springs in March. I am. Yeah, all right. Are you going to find think. time? Are you finding time for us, or do I smack I the shit? You know this? what? I am going to come. I wasn't going to come, but I guess I could. Because I always go to the dinosaur thing. Oh, That's the golf thing. Yeah, the dinosaur uh, event. And I'll, why are y'all looking at me like y'all don't know what the hell that is? I know what it is. No, no, I know what it is. Uh, Dinah Shaw, please. I, I met her a lot when I was little. And I knew Dinah Shaw because she was going out with Burt Reynolds. I used to go to her house here in Palm Springs. So, yes, of course I know Dinah Shaw and her golf. Hold they on, named, we got to introduce her, Wait, though. they named a street here, Dinah Shaw Drive. <laughs> Boulevard. Yeah, All we right. got to. All right, hold on, we're going to introduce you real quick. for my time. Yes, it was before your time. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm before everybody's time. All right, hold on, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show the incredibly talented and gorgeous Cece Hendricks. Hello and welcome to the show. Hi. Um, I know you already know Ron, but I got to introduce him anyway. Yeah. So this is my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Who loves you and your jewelry. I love your, I love your bracelets. Let me see your wrist. Oh, wait, what do you got? What do you got on now? I'm She's got Hermes and who else? Uh, yeah, Hermes and Cartier. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> I like the you A's don't... at the end, honey. No, <laughs> no, no, you don't have any Woolworths on. 
<laughs> Hold on, we got to introduce you to some others. We got we got the the lady behind the boards, and she's at W4CY Studios. Her name is Danielle. Danielle, say hi to CC. Hello, hello, hello. Hey. You can't see her. <laughs> That's, yeah, she's got a great voice. She's oh, she, fabulous. You got to hear. You got to hear what it really sounds like. You drop dead. If you <laughs> heard what sound, she really okay. sounds like, she sounds like a waitress in a diner in Ohio. It doesn't sound that bad, and that's funny you say that because I used to live in Ohio. <laughs> I know. And, 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 and if you weren't bawling cops, you were a waitress. Yeah. <laughs> I skip her. Yes. <laughs> Hold on, hold on. We got to keep going because then we've got uh, we've got Scotty J from Rock Titan TV, and he's in Philadelphia. Scotty J, say hi to CC. Hey CC, how are you doing on this fine day? That's a fine voice. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing <laughs> all right. Thank you. Know. Yeah, you'd like him. Uh, and and we have a chat room with like all the different countries represented. So say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hi, CC Hendricks in the house. There you go. All right. So <laughs> wait. Now, let's have a little dirt on C.C. Peniston. Oh, Peniston. no. I'm mad at her. No, why are you mad at her? I talked to her she yesterday. She was going to call me back, and she didn't call me back. I hate when people do that. I'm going <laughs> to call you, and then they don't call you back. Well, she's very busy with the physical I'm coach busy guy. too. No, but not with him. <laughs> if you were busy with him, you wouldn't Denzel. Have, His what, name was Denzel. If you were busy oh, with yeah, Denzel, you wouldn't be calling her back Listen, either. She goes, yeah, do you remember <laughs> right. that? Shit, with my old right. ass husband. Shit, I'll be calling everybody. Hey, what you doing? <laughs> okay, so first of all, you guys, I'm going to give you a little lowdown with Cece. First of all, you can follow her. She doesn't do her Twitter. I went on it. She hasn't been on it since 2017, but she does Instagram every day. So if you want to follow Cece on Instagram, her Instagram is the real Cece Hendricks, and Hendricks is H E N D R I K S. So it's the real Cece C E C E H E N D R I K S, and she posts some funny ass shit. You should see like when she was on the airplane yelling at the kid to kick in her chair. It was hilarious. Uh, it was just awesome. Um, so then, Wait, if you what Google she's, her, what she's really famous for is if you're in L.A., uh, she's got one of the most fabulous children's boutique store where Shirley's Theron shops. Tell me about Shirley's. <laughs> you know, I went to the bombshell. Um, I took my husband to the bombshell premiere and I saw her again and I gave her a big hug. She's so beautiful and so sweet. Such a sweetheart. Great Leo. How Leo's you, love me. How how she knows everywhere. How the fuck did you get to go to the bombshell premiere? Who the hell are you? She knows everybody. They didn't invite me. That's why I said CC Peniston. I don't give a shit. I'm, I'm, Ron I'm Ron Russell, and I didn't get invited. She goes everywhere. She goes to the Grammys, the Golden Globes, the Academy Awards. The Oscars. She gets around. Hold on. We'll go back, though. You guys, she's got a, a store. It's called Spoiled. It's on Melrose Avenue. And uh, tell everybody what it is real quick. Well, Spoiled, it's a, a high-end consignment store for children. Um, from ages infant to 16. So basically, it's a consignment store for kids, and I only do, like, really high-end, so, like, Louis Vuitton, Lacoste. Uh, Gucci. Gucci, Fendi. So you can go into my store and probably get a, a shirt, a Gucci shirt for 50 bucks. So it's kind of like the Robin Hood of kids and clothing. I give... Ooh, I don't want to say the poor. What would I say? The... <laughs> 
the less fortunate. The people who don't want to go to the Salvation Army. How about that? <laughs> no, no, no. Here, here's how I say it. The people that are too smart to spend $190 for a cotton shirt. There you go. Exactly. And tell everybody, what's the address of your store? It's 8178 Melrose Avenue. I'm two doors down from Fred Siegel's. I'm on the good part of Fat Fact, honey. There you go. <laughs> you know, we're going to be in L.A. Uh, well, actually not. Is she coming we're going to be in Anaheim. Day? Did you invite well, her to the I, It's like an hour away with traffic. Maybe an hour and a half. Listen, listen what are you doing? Two hours. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm going to come and see you guys. Wait. Keep it quiet for a second before I kiss you to death. Listen, um, what are you doing tomorrow night? Having sex, hopefully. No. Uh... <laughs> I forgot we on air. <laughs> that's okay. No, you that's can say okay. that anyway. <laughs> that's what everybody loves. They'll yeah. love that. <laughs> We're unfiltered and uncensored. Tomorrow night, why don't you meet us? Are you going to be here tomorrow? Yeah, we're, we're going, going to, to the premiere. red carpet event. Why don't you come to the red carpet? I don't know event? if I can get her in. I got to see if I can get her in. I can always get on we red carpet. I don't know if we can get you on. Let me try and get her in. If I can, I'll. No, I could bring her in the yeah. theater. No. She'll sit on my lap. Oh, please. Churchill will never deny me. I, you could come and sit on my lap if there's no seats. I can totally come. I'll have my hair done, that's for sure. So uh, I will find yeah. out. I'll, I'll make a phone call when we get done to make sure yeah, we can because go. I, now that I'm seeing you, I miss you more. I mean, you might think I'm full of shit, but you know I don't blow smoke up anybody's ass. You have, a per you have a personality that's contagious. I met you, and like a half an hour later, I said to myself, so many people want to be my friend, but I'm not interested. But this girl, yeah, she could be my friend because I'm very interested. Because you're a sweet, you. you're a sweetie. You're funny. You're charming. You're 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 bright. You like to dish on people like I do, which makes it fun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're you're outrageous. You're outlandish. I mean, they didn't see you with your sunglasses and your look. You know, oh, yeah. you're really the gangster look, which I love when you dress like a gangster. <laughs> By the way, folks, we spent three glorious days with them at the Riviera Hotel Lounge Cocktails, and then we, we were walking in, in the Gay Pride uh, Parade, and somebody recognized Cece Penniston, and they started screaming, there's Cece, and they threw her up on stage, and she was singing, and we were dancing. It was fun. It, it's a lot of fun. And this Cece is full of life. She's a woman who really enjoys every minute. And when you're with her, she makes you enjoy the minutes also. Oh, this sounds like my damn obituary. Can we? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so listen up. Like, so I Googled you today, right? I was like, what's going to come up when, when you're like, Ron's just freaking out now with that. Sounds like my obituary. <laughs> But uh, I Googled your ass. I, I, he's going to have like heart failure now. <laughs> I don't look at my heart rate. Wait a minute. I think it's a heart rate. My heart rate went up to 78. <laughs> no, listen. I Googled your ass today, right? I wanted to see what comes up. And the first thing that comes up is this thing from like UCLA or something. It says CeCe Hendricks is a former actress and socialite. Um, and then you have all these charities and organizations you work with and everything, right? So then the second entry was basically that you bid on a, a signed microphone from Beyonce and you paid $11,000 and gave it to your 13-year-old son for his birthday. Um, you, so you spent $11,000 that you were going to give it to him one night. You were going to give it to him one night and then you were going to put it in a safety deposit box. Is that where it is? Yep, that's where it is. I it was funny because I was talking about that last night to Jordan. That's my son. 
Woo, let me tell you about that one. But um, he was like, well, you know, what about, where's that Madonna mic? And I was like, what Madonna mic? Because, you know, that's my girl. And I was like, you mean Beyonce mic? He don't even know it's fucking from Madonna, Beyonce. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I all that money. Please oh. education going with you, boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's freaking hilarious. He doesn't know the difference. But I did. It, I I did that. It, it's the funniest story, actually. And it was an accident that I even got that damn mic. Because honestly, I mean, it was. It's a good, you know. Obviously, to have something like that is a good investment. But I was actually in a. Uh, we. Her mom does this event called the. Uh, the something was ship. Something charity shit she does. The wearable arts. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> and so she does this charity this is her charity every year and she does the wearable arts and Beyonce comes and she was actually pregnant at this time and they do an auction and so like maybe three or four items are from Beyonce so I was in this bidding war with Russell Simmons and no he didn't take me home no I didn't have sex for it just to let you know he didn't hit on me fight <laughs> 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 Who's Russell Simmons? He's a big, movie, a big music guy. I know. I met him at the Source Awards. Russell Simmons is Def Jam, so he's in a, a lot of hot water right now because he was gonna. Uh, he's been like he's like the Harvey Weinstein. Like he's getting a lot of trouble for uh, sleeping with women or raping women, whatever the hell he did. Um, <laughs> I, I don't. Yeah, you never know with these people, but. So I was in this, and he's really rich. Let's just put it like that. Like, he didn't even need to be bidding. I don't even know why they just didn't give it to him. But I think he wasn't paying attention. And then it was also Sherry Shepard. So they were, it was all the rich people going back and forth, right? And they were bidding, and it kept going back and forth. And then finally, I think people just got tired, and suddenly they were like, it was Star Jones. It's Star Jones. And the winner is the young man in the back, right? So while everybody's looking, and why was that young man me? <laughs> the young man in the back. <laughs> did you have your gangster outfit on? I did. Oh, well, like, no wonder. You look like a hood. Right. She was like, and then my friend uh, Chris says, that's a young lady. Because I didn't think I won. I didn't even know until they brought the shit in front of me. And they was like, where your credit card, girl? And I was like, how much was that shit? <laughs> Is this for real? Like, this ain't mock shit. Like, this real, real shit. <laughs> you for real? Like, I really won? How much was it? Oh, God. And when I, I didn't even tell my husband until the next morning. Ooh, I said, you know what? I got something I'm going to tell you when you see the bill. Because, you know, rich men normally get their little bills on the phone when you make little purchases these days. <laughs> yeah, go so, to the phone. I don't think he saw it yet. So that when I said, I walked up and I said, um, see, what had happened was, um, I made a, I, I thought this was a joke. I mean, <laughs> I think it was the first time my husband ever cussed at me. $11,000, that's right. a lot of fucking money. I was like, it was an accident. But I said, well, you know, I said, think of it as a Picasso. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> when in in a unearthly, if she ever, you know, just think of it as a Picasso, it's gonna be worth more later on in life. And he said, mm-hmm. I'm going to work. 
Yeah, because you're going to have to pay that $11,000. Don't be on your way home. I tell you, Cece, you got to do stand up. You got to do stand up, honey. You got to work the clubs. You got to do stand up. You're funny as all hell. Your delivery is good. And you know when to hit the button. You are absolutely a comedian. Take it from me. I did it for 45 years. I know good from shit. And you're good. And you're funny. Where to you, Ron? Somebody literally, my friend on Sunday told me, you know what? Have you ever thought about doing? I had this dream that you were doing stand up comedy and you had a standing ovation and you went and got something to drink at the bar. And then I said, well, shit, that's every damn day. (laughs) (laughs) No, but seriously, we're going to talk. When you come, we're going to talk about this and we're going to launch it. See you You tomorrow. Yes, you're going to see you tomorrow. Oh, yeah, I'm seeing you too. Tomorrow's going to be a madhouse. So we'll get to spend time with her. No, of course I'm going to spend time with her. We can do a drink or something. Jimmy, let me finish what I was going to say. Oh, okay. Tomorrow's going to be a finishing up my obituary, everyone. Wait a minute. Tomorrow's (laughs) going to be a madhouse, but we must find time for each other and run away and hide somewhere because everybody grabs us. You know, hello, hello, that bullshit. The Hollywood, I love you shit. Anyway, we we do all of that. I met them once, and they come over to me, Ron Russell, oh, I love you, I love you, I miss you. I said, who are you? <laughs> you love me and miss me, who the fuck oh, are you? Oh, my favorite is, you don't know, you don't remember me? Uh, no, should I? <laughs> when they say, do you remember me, I smile. <laughs> I hope that but, tells you uh, all. We talk every day? I don't think so. <laughs> when people do that, you don't remember me. And they have an attitude. You don't remember me. <laughs> now, did you tell CeCe Pensington, P- Peniston to watch this show? I didn't tell her. To, I, I told you the last thing I talked to her. I said to her around five last night. And I, well, okay, whatever. Um, and she said, I, te- I called her. And then she said, I'm going to call you right back, boo. And I'm still waiting on that damn call. Don't okay. you make friends like that? No. Just say, I'll call you tomorrow or the no. next day or maybe next month. <laughs> I never talked on the phone, so I don't get that. Listen, Jimmy, when you spoke to Cece Peniston, uh-huh. did you tell her that uh, this Cece was on our show? No, because I spoke to her before. We oh, booked her shit. on our show. She knows we'll I'm send it to her. When it comes out, though, we'll send it to her. That's okay. We'll send it to her. She'll be able to hear yeah. it. I hope, I hope. On, on three, we should say, hello, Cece. We love you. Yeah. Oh, I do love, love Cece. On three. Hold on. No, no. We'll do it. We'll do it on, on three. Okay? okay. One, two, three. Cece, we love you, Cece Peniston. Goddamn. We are so lame. What'd you say? Look, you know how we feel. <laughs> it's there. Who knows? You know, she's one of the best people I've met in the business. I really love her. I've got quite a few favorite people. Of course, I won't name them all. But I've got a lot, I think, stink. But anyway, uh, the favorite yeah, people. The yeah, she's she's one of the best up there with some of my favorites. So Lorraine Landon is one of you're my gonna favorites. You're going to meet her tomorrow. Sadie Katz is one of my favorites. She's not going there tomorrow. She's in Chicago working on a film. Are you going to the Oscars? I hate going to award shows. I only go those if I'm like given a last minute ticket, but I, I'm not a fan of the Oscars, believe it or not. But we don't have to get into that. Okay, tell us why. And why- Jennifer Lopez wasn't whatever. <laughs> she didn't deserve no damn. <laughs> 
she said Jan- Jennifer Lopez didn't deserve to get an Oscar nomination for Hustlers. She doesn't think and it's just too political for me. I just think it is very political, and it was just a normal everyday role. Well, she shouldn't it, have gotten it. You know it. what? It I like the movie terrible. though. Did you see the movie though? I liked the movie, but it wasn't yeah, an Academy Award but, movie. It was a <laughs> Lifetime movie. I, <laughs> she said it was a it Lifetime. Was a lifetime. Movie. It was. But she, you know what? She looked fabulous, but the woman cannot. I'm a. I'm sorry. She just can't act. I'm sorry. She just. You like she, Cardi B. You like Cardi she, B. You know, in there. she really does. Cardi that, B was better. Yeah, she, Cardi she, B was she good. She doesn't get roles that make her act. Anyway, what we call meaty roles. But I love what's going on now with the awards because it gives everybody, and I mean everybody, a chance to be visual. 40, 50, 60 years ago, when I used to watch the Oscars as a little boy, it was very white glove, blue eyed, blonde, very Americana, Connecticut, waspy people that I hated. <laughs> You know, now thank God we see color, we see diversity, we see different names. Wait, we... ask her, ask her about Uncut Gems. Did you see Uncut Gems? I hated that fucking. I have not seen that. Oh, so it's not good. Horrible. I hated it. Uh, horrible. Oh, it's really? Sh- oh. Well, you know what? I'm sick and tired of seeing black people as hoods and from yeah. the hood and illiterates. That's that... all we ever went for, and that's another reason why I don't go to the Oscars. Like, because think about the woman that's up, Cynthia. After my name, um, she's up for Harriet Tubman. Uh, that's really all we. And then what's her name was up for the maid. I mean, we always get particular roles that we win for for being a whore or a maid or a slave of some sort. So yeah, right. you're right. You're totally right. So stereotype. So I just I don't agree with their ethics, and I don't. I'm not a hypocrite sometimes, <laughs> but it's just not for me. Now, a good old after party, y'all. I'm there. <laughs> well, that, that, that's what I don't like about when they when they show the Italians is always mafia, and right. they win Academy Awards for playing a mafia. And There's so much more to people. The thing about the fucking um, Nazis, they always win. You ever noticed that? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 Those I are always good. winners too. Well, you have to remember one thing: Hollywood is like ninety percent Jewish, eighty percent gay. So Judy's going to win definitely because all the queens yeah. are going to vote for Judy Garland. We know that already. Did you and, see that movie? Yeah, that yeah, was good. It was good, but not an Academy Award. You exactly. know, it was okay. It wasn't. Wait, it was what okay. movie did you think was really good that should have been nominated for an Academy Award? Is there anything that you saw that you were like, oh, shit? Um, I really did enjoy Bombshell. And it's not because I love Charlize, but I really I did, did enjoy the movie. Too. I really thought it was very well written. I thought it was, it was a good move. Very well acted. I didn't even know that was Charlize for like first 30, 40 minutes in the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I kept thinking like, she, she absolutely, how is she? She wore a very thin mask over her face, I was told. Right. It's a sheer... I went to the, the party after the after party and I spoke to the, the actual director. I forget his name, but she, he's married to Susanna Hoff. I got to meet her. Oh, my God. Susanna um, Hoff from the Bengals? Yes. Oh, so shit. That's awesome. Susanna Hoff. And so she asked to take a picture with me. And I was like, girl, you don't have to ask twice. Um, so he was explaining. They spent hours on Charlize's uh, makeup. Most of everyone on there, they spent hours and did tedious research on the makeup. Because I even said to him, not knowing that he was the director, by the way, I was like, you know, I didn't, who the fuck was that in the first 30, 40 minutes? 
<laughs> it was a good movie, though. It was. I liked it. Really, I, was, I, I, was, think, I think the Irishman. We didn't I mean, see that. Typical Scorsese movie. You know what I mean? I mean, it was the same. But I always loved my Al Pacino. You know, it's the same old... Shit that they keep regurgitating everywhere. And it's a bore. But yeah. getting back to Charlize's makeup, one of the friends of ours that's a makeup artist said, if you're a burn victim, they have this thing now which is fake skin. They're able to put over burn victims to cover their burn. And this very sheer, thin, whatever it is, process, they took a, a mask of, 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 of Megan from a photograph <clears throat> Excuse me. And in 3D, 3D made it a, a sheer mask. So she wore a very thin, thin mask over her chin and nose that you couldn't tell. Yeah, I didn't uh, know who that was. Yeah, I they really did a looking, brilliant. And, look, I was in the audience because she was in the audience. I kept looking at the film. I'm looking over there. <laughs> no, no, she she did a brilliant so job. So what did you think? She was just there and she was just there and like watching the movie? No, I kept, and it was, a, it was one of those movies where you're trying to pay attention, but in your head you have all these other thoughts. And one of my thoughts were, where the hell is Charlize in this damn bitch? I don't want to watch this shit if I don't see her. And then Nicole, <laughs> Nicole, the only thing with that movie, I just felt I wish Nicole had a bigger role because it really was supposed to be about her story, I thought, more so than Megyn Kelly. And I wanted to see a little bit more of, because uh, I love Nicole too. Nicole is an amazing actress to me as well. And they didn't have her in there enough for me. So when I kept looking for, you know, Charlize, I was sitting there hitting my husband going, okay, where the fuck is Charlize? I'm about to go down there and ask her. Bitch, is you in the movie? <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, is you in the movie? <laughs> I love it. Uh, I think we saw most of the Academy Award movies. We didn't see the uh, Irishman, and we didn't. Um, and we saw Uncut Gems, which we wish we wouldn't have seen. Wait a second. Hated. What is the chat room thinking about our pal here? They Susan? love her. They love you. The chat room loves you. Yeah, they love her. You're funny as hell. <laughs> You're such a up. A fun up. So tell everybody, because I saw pictures that you had and that you went to P. Diddy's birthday party and was hanging out with yeah. The weekend. I mean, that bitch, that funny. was some fucking serious shit. And I wasn't going to go, to be honest. I was like, at the last minute, my friend was like, just come on and go. And I was like, oh, okay. But when I got there, oh, my God. I mean, I, you don't, my favorite person, because I had never met her before, because the rest of them I've already met, um, was uh, I met Kate Beckinsale. Oh, oh my God, I love yeah, I her. And I kept thinking, is that that vampire? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny, though, because you wouldn't think you'd see Kate Beckinsale at a P. Diddy party. doing here? Kate Beckinsale was there. I mean, everybody, you could have, every time you turned around, somebody was next to you. Leonardo was there. I tried to touch his ass, but he moved up too fast. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Scotty J from Rock Titan says Kate Beckinsale is his hall pass. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Oh, my God. Beautiful. She she hugged me. Because I had – sometimes, you know, I meet a lot of people, obviously, and I – you get kind of – some people I get nervous to say hi to, but then there's those, like, this is a must, and she was a must for me. So I walked up to her. She was about to pass by, and I said, I have to say – you know, because you always got to tell them and, you know, tell them how wonderful they are because they're not going to stop. So <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> <laughs> I had to 
to say, you know, she's one of my favorite, which she really was, one of my favorite actresses, and I love what she had on. And she's like, hey, thank you so much. You look darling. And I was like, girl, give me a hug, honey. <laughs> now, did you snap a picture with her? No, see, and that's what I'm saying. Sometimes you you feel it out. And I didn't, I didn't feel, you know, she would have been one of those that, you know, I think she would have after I talked to her, but then the moment left. Sometimes you just miss that fucking moment. I've missed moments. i missed moments. Yeah, yeah, but I went through your moment. phone and I, I saw moments with Justin Timberlake, Lizzo. Yeah. Oh, uh, I that I, moment. <laughs> <laughs> I took that moment and didn't know his wife was behind him, honey. Uh, oh, hey, girl. <laughs> 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 I swear I was dancing with him. And I was like, hey, because he, he danced like a brother. And yes, I was like, hey, what you doing tonight? Hey. <laughs> and she popped up, hey, Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> you want to take this selfie with us? Linda, who are some of the fan, who are like some of the people that you like have had a lot of fun with, like meeting? Because like everybody in the audience, everybody's like a star fucker, and you met like all the biggest stars I on the planet. Everybody, only person I haven't met, my favorite, you know, is gonna always be Madonna. Um, my, I haven't met Oprah, but I guess it's just I don't know. But I've met pretty much everybody. It's gonna always be my favorite. I'm gonna say has been Madonna because that's the love of my life. She doesn't know it yet, but she will when I get there in London when she see me for the fifth time at her concert. At first bro <laughs> listen to this one you guys you know how eileen like travels around for adamant this one travels around for madonna and she goes all over the place and she doesn't sit in the back she sits oh, front row front row um i think patty labelle was amazing oh patty patty that's my girl yeah she's amazing i, I think out of all the people she's been the most humblest you know you can just feel humbleness you know what i'm saying i think uh god i've met so many shit but those are the ones that pop up right now for me. But it, to me, my ultimate since I was a little girl was to meet Madonna. Like, you can ask all my friends. Like, I, I told you, I cried for a whole hour at her party. Like, just, I just don't understand how you are Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> but her, I think, I've met Puffy because I, I did a show with him when Chris Jenner did. Uh, did you see that? You should have seen that on my Google. When I did a, I did Chris Jenner's show and I was a host with Chris and Puffy. And I did a, uh, for my store, I did a, uh, a I did a, a modeling thing, like a fashion show for the show. So I got to meet Chris. I've met all the Kardashians. They're all pretty nice. <laughs> we on air. Um, so then... <laughs> <laughs> I have my favorite. Kim is really a wonderful person. Chloe, I think, is my favorite. Um, I met all of them. Puffy is amazing. He really is a, a sweetheart. I, uh, I actually, met, I've met him. I met him. Yeah, isn't he nice? Yeah, he was nice. I, I hear he is it, different working with him versus, you know, obviously meeting him. Um, yeah. The weekend, when I met the weekend, he was a, a really, really nice. Little Kim, Mary J. Bosch, all of them at that party. Everybody was pretty chill. Everybody, oh, man, I would like to meet Mary time. J. Bosch. I like Lil' Kim, but she messed herself up with too much, like... You know what? I I think a lot of times people think I'm somebody and I'm really not. Like, they think I'm a singer of some sort. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it works. I mean, it's just really weird because they come to me and, like, Mary J. Bosch came up. She's like, hey, girl. 
But you know who you remind you remind me so much. It's like, girl, it's so nice seeing you again. Cece, Uh, Cece, you're you're a thinner version of uh, Queen Latifah. You're as pretty pretty as Queen Latifah and Dorothy Dandridge. There's a big combination. I see Dorothy Dandridge, sometimes a little Lena Horn in the eyes, but definitely, but definitely Queen Latifah skinny. She and she's a sweetheart too. I, I love her. her. She's a beautiful girl. Yeah, she's and a really so, nice. Everybody loves her. Yeah, she's with. awesome. She's I, a good awesome. person. Queen Latifah is a I sweet. Did girl. you get to meet? God, I feel like I'm talking. Did you get to meet Dorothy Dandridge? No. No, I was too young. Believe it or not. Oh. <laughs> no, oh, that was she, uh, she. I was about 16 when she died, and I wasn't in the business oh. yet. Yeah, that would have been a pleasure. Dorothy died very young. I think she died in 50, uh, 56, 55, or 1955. Oh, wow. she, that was a long time. I got to meet Diane Carroll before she passed away. I knew Diane. She was a diva. She was a sweet No, diva. I didn't I didn't care for her. Really? No. Oh. Diane Carroll was a white woman. She was <laughs> not a black woman. She was a white woman. Ron's got three that he doesn't like. Mm-hmm. Diane Carroll, he doesn't like Diana Ross, and he doesn't like Eartha Kitt. I remember the Eartha Kitt one. Well, I don't, I, don't <laughs> like, I don't like people that betray their own nationality or their own uh, race. Was Diane like that? Wow. I Diane, she- Carroll, Diane Carroll only hung out with white people in Beverly Hills. She only acted white, dressed white, spoke white. Anything ethnic or black, she would turn away and be very upset about. She was white. Screwing- his name. No, um, why? She's married to white. What are you kidding? And no, Diana Ross, that bitch. Um, she waited. If she was not married to him, she was friend. Listen, well, she, he was already was, married, girl. <laughs> no, 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 no. But Sydney Portier's daughter is our good friend. No, oh, no, no, I'm sorry, wrong one. Yeah, you're thinking of, wrong. I'm thinking you're thinking Harry Belafonte. Harry Belafonte. Oh, maybe so, that's who she was with. She was with one of them. No, yeah, but, I think it was Sydney. Yeah, but she, I used she probably to see, did both of them. Who knows? No, when yeah. I <laughs> when, when I lived in Beverly Hills, we used to have lunch at Mes Maison and and La Dome, all those restaurants, and she was always there, surrounded by white people. She really was not one to hang out with black people or uh, have the culture. I think it, secretly she used to wish she was white. Same as Diana Ross. That's another one who is not. Now a, have you met Diana Ross? I said hi to her. Yeah, well, you're lucky if you got a high back because you're black. Oh, she went like this to me. Yeah, Wait, she well, went like this. Oh, there you go. Okay. That was big. So maybe you met her on a bad night. No, 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 no. I know so many people that know her, and they all say the same thing I'm saying. The same thing. I mean, no. So let's go to you. Who is Diana? Did you not call her Miss Ross? No, you have to call her Princess or Duquesa, whatever the fuck she was. She was not nice to uh, so many people that I know. Uh, and not, I mean, really, she's got a very bad reputation. If you're in the business, you know it. Everybody in the business knows her reputation. Not good. Not nice. So wait, wait. Let's go to you. Who? Let's put it this way. She's no Patty Labelle, who hangs oh, with who hangs with who hangs with the oh, brothers. Patty, she has been humble, just a beautiful yeah. soul. That's I, a, that's one that Ron hasn't met yet. That's he's dying I, to I meet Patty Labelle. I am dying Lavelle. to meet Patty Labelle before I die. She absolutely loves her brothers and sisters. She's totally, yeah, she's amazing, totally and she's a sweetheart. Uh, 
proud of being a black woman. She just makes the world a better place. I love her singing. That's oh, like her I favorite her, singer. I love her voice. You'll feel her her heart. She's still has heart. You know, you meet some of these people, and they don't. You can tell the heart's not there anymore. I can name a few, yeah, but she many. still has her heart. And so wait, who, I don't know what it is. You know what it, you know what it is about Patty. She's a uh, Pennsylvania girl, and she was raised, you know, poor. And she came up the hard way, so she knows what it's all about, and she never lost that quality. Everyone, now listen, the people I know that know her. Not because she a Gemini, right? I'm a Gemini, too. Yeah, I know. That's not like... But, but wait a minute. <laughs> no, 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 no. Kathy Sledge, who I love and adore, who's my sweetie pie, Kathy Sledge knows Patty really well. So I brain... You know who she is, Kathy Sledge, Sister Sledge. That's the first concert I ever went to in Houston, Texas. Uh, she's super nice. I, she's the best. Kathy Sledge is... We had her sister on a month ago. Yeah, Kathy, right. Kim, Kim Sledge. But anyway, Kathy Sledge is an angel. And I said the truth, Kathy. I promise I'll never spill it. What is LaBelle like? And she told me. The nicest, the most human, human being in the world. So I invited uh, Kathy and her husband, because they live one town over. We lived in Doylestown. They lived in the next town, which is called New, Newtown. So that's two-minute ride. I said, why don't you and your husband come over for dinner? She said, I'd love to. Can I bring Patty LaBelle? Well, I fell off my chair. <clears throat> I mean, I, was, I, I almost had a heart attack. And then we moved. I said, what the fuck? Are you crazy? <laughs> You have to ask me, can you bring Patty LaBelle? And I then mean, we moved and it never happened. Yeah. So so Patty owes me a Patty LaBelle. So wait, wait. Dinner. Give us some gossip though, okay, because you met so many people. Who was like a dick? You know what? I don't care because I always said if I ever saw this person again, I probably would just give such attitude. And it and this is bias because she was not nominated for an Academy Award, but I cannot stand J-Lo. And let me tell you why. She is is so mean. You know what it is? Okay, let me tell you a quick story. Okay. So back in the day, I was a dancer, and I had the legs, child. She used to do these back in the... It was probably uh, when that song called Waiting for Tonight came out. I did the video, okay? Oh. Right, and this is probably when she was starting to sing and at the height of wherever she was at the time. So she does this video, and the call time was like 6 o'clock, maybe 5, 6. She doesn't show up until like 1 o'clock in the morning, and we were in the mountains, and it was cold, okay? So that was already (laughs) like, and I had another video in the morning, so I was like, girl, come on now. So she gets there. It takes her another hour to get ready and put diamonds on, whatever the hell she was doing. So then they all call us in a huddle and they said, there's three things that you cannot do and that she's asking that Miss Lopez is asking, if you do, you're gonna have to, you'll get fired and you're gonna get sent home. One was do not look her in her eye. Are you kidding kidding me? A fucking Puerto Rican from New York, where did she come from? (laughs) Two was do not talk to her unless she talks to you. Oh, God. <laughs> and three was, it, I can't even remember the third one. The third one was also just as, like, just. The third one is if she farts, tell her it smells like, oh. <laughs> it like, was something. <laughs> and Chanel number five. So we're all, like, irritated. Like, first of all, you just, who does that, right? Okay, so this shoot goes on until, like, five o'clock in the morning. 
I'm exhausted. People are tired. People getting high and shit. <laughs> Trying to stay up. People got flask and shit. <laughs> still like, oh my God, sun coming out. And I had another video to go to. So me and my friend, shout out to Madison. We, she's my, she was my like my Jewish girlfriend. Like she was a she was a hoot. Like you know what? I always have a Jew on the side. No offense, not a racist thing, but that girl. <laughs> Them Jews be getting you out of shit. <laughs> That's the way you It's true. It's true. You got to have a sister on your side and a Jewish person on your side, and then you win. Along <laughs> with these damn uh, celebrities today, anyway. So, anyway, I said, me and her discussing how we're going to get out of there, right? Because we had another shoot at nine o'clock. Now it's six o'clock in the morning. We need some sleep. I'm talking to her, and all of a sudden, I get this pat on my shoulder saying, Miss Lopez would appreciate if you would stop staring at her. Oh, go away. Are you full of crap on I got let her. I, I, I hands on Bible. My friend will testify. I would have told her to I go. I turned around and fuckers. I'm a little older now, but back in those days, I was a ball of furry. And I said, excuse me? What the fuck? Because I didn't care if they sent me home at that time. I don't give a fuck. I'm ready to go anyway. I said, excuse me? Ain't nobody looking at her. Shit, I don't even know where the fuck she at. (laughs) (laughs) I see her do that. And I'll never forget that she had on a white robe with an L on it. like. And then she went like this. I started going like this, running toward her. My friend grabbed me. (laughs) Said, excuse me, stop. So that's it. <laughs> I went to my car because I said I'm not finishing this shit up. I was I just was so pissed off. And then the PA told me to come on CC. We really need you because they love what I had on as usual. So we get back on set. Now she's walking through. There's this scene where she's walking through and she's walking through a crowd. Okay, I'm standing on the side. All of a sudden, the camera knocks me in the fucking face. I fall to the ground, bleeding and shit. I still had a scar. I swear to God, I'm going to show you when I see you. It's a scar right here. I hope you sued them. I, I didn't. I was young at that time. Not If I knew what I know now, child, trust me. And I fell to the ground. I had, you know, blood coming down. And do you know this bitch goes, oh, call me when this is done. I'm going to my dressing room. Say, are you okay? <laughs> She's a piece of work. Oh my God, Cece. My She's a real friend, piece of work. When I tell you, I said, "Oh, I." When I jumped up, I they had to grab me, and because at this time it was a team of dancers, like everybody knew everybody, and they knew my temper. So my girl, Madison, went up in there and talked to the people in the PA because they were like, "Okay, we got to go." You know, you didn't hit her. I got to take her to the hospital. <laughs> She's like, let me handle this because her dad was a lawyer. She went in there and she got me a check like five times of what I was. Because back in those days there, you know, you know, there's no union for dancers. Right. So pay rate was like you're only making one hundred twenty five just to sit there for twelve and thirteen hours. The minimum you could make was one hundred and twenty five dollars. Right. So. Wow. 
She went in and got me a check a couple of thousand, honey. That's why I said you have a Jew on your side, honey. We got gas money for fucking six months, bitch. Yeah, but you could have made thousands and thousands with a suit because that's you know they're insured for that I on set. They talked to her. They, they, they were trying to talk their way. She said they were trying everything not for you to do anything. And I said, I didn't care. I really just wanted to leave, to be honest with you. And to be honest with you, I would say about three weeks later, she did the Latin version of that damn song. Did she not know nobody liked that damn song? But anyway, she did the Latin version of that song. And they, they asked me to come on and do that one. And I was like, hell no. Oh. And they begged me. And they said... Miss Lopez put in the call herself to have you come. I said, it's too late now. I got a scar. <laughs> but I did it. I sat in the back, though. I didn't do that shit. But she, she wasn't. And then when you heard stories about her back in those days, she might have changed and got more mature. I don't know. No one like. No, 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 no. I've heard stories still yeah, that she's no, difficult. She's really, yes, a difficult, um, very self-absorbed, yeah. me, me, me person. Um. And She's I have very, very snotty. I heard. Wait, hang on, because we got we got four minutes. What other? Wait, oh. how many music videos have you been in? Oh God, I did so many back in those days. Oh my God, but that was way back when I was young. You know, in my twenties, I'm a little older now. I don't want to go back that way because it reminds me of how I can't get weight off. Shit. <laughs> wait, 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 who who were you in though? What 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 videos were you in? J Lo, I'm gonna go look for J-Lo, you. J Lo, I did. Uh, back in those days, it was a lot of rap videos, so I did Easy E. Um, I did shit. Uh, uh, shit, people that we don't even know anymore these days. <laughs> yeah. They're not singers no more. They old school rappers. I did, uh, you know what? And you had him on your show. I did, what's his name, video. Uh, 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 he's bald, not Easy E, but the one that was, they had Dr. Dre. I did his video. I've done him. Ice Cube. I did uh, uh, a lot of pop stuff, too. But again, yeah, you, these people, you you know, you don't really hear from them anymore. Yeah, well, it's like I, everything else. They're obsolete. Yeah, right. They said it's great you were in an Easy e video as long as you didn't do Easy e <laughs> Oh, hell no. He tried it. I cussed him out, actually, believe it or not. <laughs> stories. He touched me on my butt and coming from Houston, you don't do shit like that. I cussed him out. <laughs> and he said, does this girl now know who, who I am? I'll never forget that. And I'm like, I don't even care who you are. I know you got a jerry curl. I know that. <laughs> and I don't see, do that with jerry curl. Now I know why we love you so much. You make us happy. You make us laugh. You brighten our day. I love you to pieces, and that's no Hollywood bullshit. I would catch a bullet for you, I think, maybe. Oh, maybe. thank you. Maybe. I really mean that. Um, I, I've met millions of people in my life in this business, and so few remain in my memory. But you do, Aww, and you will always you. be in my memory because you're just a sensational. Here we day. go with my. Okay. No, it's 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 my Italian romantic co- uh, way of speaking. Uh, I speak from the heart. I don't speak from my head, as you know. So you guys- I say what I say, and I mean it. But you're just terrific. I'm gonna, and your husband is so lucky. I hope he's got a lot of money. Is. Does he have a lot of money, your husband? Hell yeah. I wouldn't, does it look like I would fucking marry a Pope man? 
<laughs> no, no, but I mean, I hope, like, I hope he's super rich because you're worth, you, you know. I don't know her fucking, fucking, her, when you Google Wait, her, it says, yeah, it says yeah, her I, occupation is social. She ain't no damn Jay-Z, but, you know. <laughs> damn Jay-Z. So, you guys, this is Cece Hendrix. Follow her on Instagram. It's the real Cece Hendrix, C-E-C-E-H-E-N-D-R-I-K-S. Um, we want to thank you for coming on the show. I'm going to find out and text you in a little bit about coming with oh, us yeah. tomorrow. Excellent. And I can't I wait to you see you tomorrow. And doll up. I love you, J-Lo. We'll have fun. We'll have fun. All it's, right. it's a big red carpet event. They're making a big, big deal out of it. So we're, It'll be a lot of fun. We're going to go do- dolled up a little bit, decked out. Meanwhile, hey, you are your story. Don't go be hitting people on the damn the red carpet now. You hear me? I think it'll be a little fight. red carpet. But... All right, you guys. We got to go. We're out of time. We want to thank Danielle, Scotty, Jay. Thank you so much. Chat room, thank everybody. everybody. Thank you, Cece. We'll thank see you tomorrow. You. Bye, everybody. Bye now. Thanks. Great Bye. show. Love you guys. In the mix, yeah, we in the mix. It's another episode. Here we go, the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell.